Please note, Sutter Health does not endorse or make specific recommendations for any of the outside resources mentioned in this message. These resources are meant to assist you in achieving a greater understanding of general health issues and are not intended to be a substitute for medical care. Please consult with your healthcare provider regarding any questions about your specific health concerns. The host, guests, and Sutter Health are not liable for any application of the information heard in No Referral Needed, a community podcast. Welcome to No Referral Needed, a PAMPF community podcast funded by the Sand Hill Foundation. This is your host, Claire Barkley. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist in the Santa Cruz region of Sutter Health. Our producers are Colleen Tabata and Ryan Bautista. We hope you enjoy today's presentation. Hello, thanks for sharing your time with me today. We're joined by our guest, Dr. Helen Egger, child psychiatrist and founder of Little Otter, an early childhood digital mental health company providing high-quality, family-centered, and accessible mental health care for children and families. Helen, please tell us a little bit about yourself and about our topic of early childhood mental health. Well, first, thank you so much for having me. Um, this is an area that's so dear to my heart. I have been uh, working in this area for over 30 years. And it's so important because many people don't understand that young children experience mental health challenges actually at the same rate as older children, but are even less likely than older children to get care. So what is early childhood mental health? There's a field that actually is called infant and early childhood mental health, and that is really focusing on the mental health needs of children zero to five years old. And so when I think about that, that's infants, toddlers, and preschoolers, you know, before the start of kindergarten. And the important thing is to first say, what is mental health? For young children? How would we define it in a positive way? And what mental health for children is, is being able to have close and secure relationships with other people, primarily with their caregivers, to be able to express and manage emotions. Um, that's something that you obviously are learning during this period. And to be able to explore and learn and play. So that's what we would call mental health. And as you'll see, thinking about young children's mental health, it's always in the relationship of the child's um, relationships with their caregivers and adults, because adults have such a big impact on supporting um, young children's emotional, social, behavioral development. Um. Thank you for explaining that, you know, what what is early childhood mental health, not just what are the problems. I think those are great. Um, those three are, are great key factors for, for people to be aware of. And so what is too early for someone to be worried about a young child? Well, the, the sad truth is that children two to five years old, and this is my, I'm a researcher in this area. I did some of the earliest research in this. The children two to five years old have impairing mental health challenges at the same rate as older children. 
And so that includes uh, anxiety disorders, young children can experience depression, uh, behavioral uh, challenges that are impairing the child's um, ability to function and to develop um, amongst others. And, you know, this has really been misunderstood because the average child who gets mental health care is already often a middle schooler, but has been, you know, facing challenges that have not been addressed since they were very, very young. We at Little Otter um, just released a white paper, which you can find at our website, littleotterhealth.com, which really illustrates the challenges that young children and their families are facing. We analyzed data from over 11,000 families wow. and found exactly what I knew we would find is that yes, children who are in elementary school and middle school, just like teenagers are facing mental health challenges, so are preschoolers and toddlers. And in fact, um, you know, the infants in our study that about a quarter of the infants were experiencing challenges in regulation of sleep, of eating, of excessive crying, other kinds of sort of dysregulation that was in fact, you know, impacting that baby's ability to grow and to thrive. So it's, it's, I mean, it's the reason I co-founded Little Otter is that this is a passion that the earlier we can identify children's challenges, the better the outcomes are going to be for that child and for that whole family. And the other important thing that I always want to emphasize, we have effective treatments for young children facing mental health challenges. And that's why, you know, at Little Otter, we have therapists who are specialists in infant and early childhood mental health. You can't just go to any child therapist. You have to go to a therapist who has specialized training in working with young children. Definitely. And so what should parents look for? When should a parent be worried and um, consider seeking help for their young child? Well, one of the most important things is to see if your child's way that they regulate their emotions or their behaviors, are they impacting your child's development in any way? Is it making it difficult for them to form relationships with other children? Is it impacting their ability to go to school or daycare? And how is your how are your child's emotions and behaviors impacting your whole family, right? It's young children, we don't just look at the impact on the child, but we wanna look at the impact on the parent-child relationship, but also um, the impact on the whole family. So I'm gonna give you an example um, that I have on my work about when to worry, tantrums, okay? Tantrums for children two to five, tremendously common, Yep. right? And particularly we talk about the terrible twos, which I don't like that at all. But but the truth is, you know, about 75% of children two and three years old will have uh, at least one tantrum in a week. And that drops down a little bit when they're four and five, but they still happen. 
And that is developmentally appropriate because little kids are learning the skills to manage their emotions and behaviors. And, but they're not that good mm -hmm. at it yet. And so if you don't really cognitively have the way to understand things or the words to be able to express what you feel, it's, you know, not surprising that children kind of melt down in the ways that they do. So when should you worry about tantrums? So in my work, I um, found that if children uh, hit, bite, or kick during a tantrum, either um, you know, to someone else or themselves, and if they have a tantrum nearly every day, those children are eight times more likely to have an impairing mental health disorder. But here's the really important thing I want parents to understand. Often we think about tantrums as bad behavior or as behavior. Tantrums are as much about emotions as they are about behavior. And so what we found in our work is that children who have these frequent aggressive tantrums, they're as likely to have an anxiety disorder as to have some kind of behavioral disorder. So I call these kind of tantrums um, and mental health fever for a little mm. kid. It's nonspecific, but it tells us it's a sign that maybe there's something else going on and that we should, you know, really look a little bit further, do an evaluation, um, talk to our pediatrician, something, and to, to make sure. And so I think that's just one example, I think, of where we can appreciate that a young child's behavior is often the way they're going to tell us about how they're feeling inside. They often don't have the words. And so I would really implore parents to be curious and sensitive to what a child is expressing in their feelings and how they feel with their behavior, not just looking at the behavior itself. Um. And so I really like the the term of considering it to be a mental health fever, right? That the tantrum is a symptom. It is not the problem itself. Right. However, exactly. in a family system, a tantrum can be a problem in and of itself. Um, Absolutely. And, and, and yes, families, I think, tend to in my work with families and children as well, tend to approach it as a behavioral problem to be solved. Um, right. And so I, I, again, I'm right there with you on imploring parents to consider this is a symptom, this is a mental health fever, something is going on, that this is not right. um, those aggressive or daily tantrums are not typical preschool behavior. Right. Exactly. Okay. exactly. And so how can parents um, who are accessing mental health care for their young child, how can they partner or work with the clinician? Um, because, you know, we know that this small child isn't going to be able to figure this out by themselves. Oh, absolutely. If you could talk so, about how parents can work with a mental health provider to help their child um, with their fever. Yeah, so working with young children um, to address their mental health needs always involves the child and the child's caregivers, parents. It's, it's, you, it's about the child and it's about um, the relationship 
of the child with his or her parents. So I think that's that's tremendously important to realize that, you know, at Little Otter, we have the expertise to work with young children. And the sad reality is that it can be very, very difficult to find um, providers who specialize in early childhood mental health. So I would say it's really important to find that type of person. But I also think, and this is key to the work we do at Little Otter, we focus on the whole family. We know that when a child, whether they're a young child or often an older child, are experiencing mental health challenges, it is impacted by the mental health of the other members of the family, like if the mom is depressed or anxious, and the relationships in the family. So when families come to Little Otter, um, and folks can go to our website to complete the checkup, they complete something I created called the Child and Family Mental Health Checkup. And that does um, looks at its screens for child mental health challenges. So you can find out if your child's behavior and emotions are um, typical or concerning. And we have separate sections for infants, toddlers, and then children three and above. Um, but we also assess parent mental health and we assess health of the family. We assess family stress, but also what's going on in the parent-partner relationship and the co-parent relationship. Because we know that if a child is experiencing tantrums or you know extreme anxiety, if those parents are fighting each night and that that's the environment that the child is living in, we are not gonna make that much progress on helping the child with the anxiety if we're not looking at and trying to address the factors in the home and in the environment that are gonna be impacting that child's mental health. Um, thank you. I think this is such valuable information for, for families um, and particularly even uh, educators um, of young children to uh, understand and be able to direct parents to appropriate resources um, to help their child. We are, and you know, I mentioned before um, at Little Otter, LittleOtterHealth.com, we have an extensive free resource library, including um, information about early childhood mental health. Another great resource is the organization Zero to Three. Their website, which is zero to three spelled out dot o r g, has fantastic uh, resources for parents of young children. Um, including excellent resources on infant and early childhood mental health. Um, one thing I know that you are um, not in California, but that um, Little Otter provides care to families in California. Um, in yes. California, a um, not local, but a California uh, seems similar is the California First Five um, initiative and all of the work that... Yes. Fantastic. Absolutely. No, I mean, California has been very forward thinking in terms of uh, taking care of the needs of zero to five, including requiring that dyadic therapy. So that's therapy that includes the, the young child and the parent be covered by insurance. So um, 
I am, I really think that California has been at the forefront of making sure that children and families have access um, to what they need when children are very young. Yeah, I, um, I'm personally going to check out Zero to Three because I'm not familiar with that site. Uh, so thank you um, again, Helen, for talking about this. We are going to offer a part two of early childhood mental health and talk um, separately about parent and family mental health as it relates to early childhood. So hopefully um, you will join us for part two of this conversation with Dr. Egger. Thank you. Thank you so much to our guest this week, and I hope you will join us again soon for another episode of No Referral Needed.